Welcome to This Will Change Your Life, the podcast hosted by Chuck Chapman, designed to help you overcome challenges and achieve personal growth. As a professional psychotherapist, life coach, and fellow traveler, Chuck shares life hacks and strategies that will not only help you get unstuck, but help you transform into the best version of yourself. Join Chuck on this journey towards positive change and self-discovery, because this will change your life. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed by the littlest things? Do you often find yourself getting butt hurt or take things too personal? If so, you're not alone. Being highly sensitive can be both a blessing and a challenge. But today I got some great news for you. In this video, we're going to explore a powerful strategy that are inspired by the book, The Four Agreements, that will help you overcome being highly sensitive and transform how you navigate criticism. So get ready for a paradigm shift that will liberate you from the weight of taking things personally. And the pages of the book, The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz, he reveals the secret of personal freedom and inner peace. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into agreement number two. Don't take anything personal. Imagine a life where the opinions and the actions of others no longer had any power to shake your inner peace. A life where you can navigate criticism with confidence and grace. Today, we're going to talk about three steps that you can implement to stop taking things personally. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Step number one, recognize the triggers. Begin identifying the situations, the words, and the actions that tend to trigger your sensitivity to criticism. Think of a time when you were triggered to feeling upset by somebody else's words or actions. Where were you? What were you doing? What was going on? If you can recognize the triggers, you can become more aware of when you're at risk for taking things personally. For example, when I'm hungry and tired, I tend to take things more personally. My feelings get hurt, especially if I think somebody's judging me. See, there's three triggers right there. I'm tired, I'm hungry, and I think somebody's judging me. By identifying these triggers, I'm better able to set boundaries for myself. And if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I know it's not a good time for me to maybe engage in a discussion about how others are maybe judging my performance because I'm less likely to see their words as feedback and not criticism. So take some time and reflect on what some of your triggers are. Might be particular people, places, or things and you've probably given them power. See, when we give our power away to somebody else, we lose our ability to control ourselves. For example, let's say somebody said, hey, you're green. Now, you probably wouldn't get offended because why? Well, you know it's not true. So if someone says something to you and you take offense, well, basically what you're doing is you're telling them that it's true, and you're validating their assumptions and their judgments Instead, all you have to do is say something like, yeah, I don't buy that. It's a simple thing, but it's a great way to maintain your personal power. And as Don Miguel says, there's a huge amount of freedom that comes to you when we don't take things personally. Step number two, challenge the assumptions. When faced with criticism, pause and examine the assumptions that you're making. Are you assuming that it reflects your self-worth or that it's a personal attack? challenge the assumption, and seek some alternative perspectives. There's a great quote by Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl was a a psychiatrist, neurologist, and a Holocaust survivor. He emerged from the depths of unimaginable suffering with a profound perspective on life. In his seminal work, Man's Search for Meaning, he drew upon his experiences at the concentration camp to illuminate the power of choice in our lives. He said, between stimulus and response, there's space. 
And it's in that space that lies our power to choose our response. It's in that pause where we can challenge the assumptions and seek alternative perspectives. Now, it's essential to remember that people's opinions are subjective. They're influenced by their own experiences, their own beliefs, and their own insecurities. So take a step back and ask yourself if the criticisms are truly a reflection on your values as a person, or if it's simply someone projecting their own fears and judgments on you. In agreement number two, Don Miguel says, nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality their own dream. When you're immune to the opinion and the actions of others, you won't fall victim to needless suffering. By challenging the assumptions, you gain a clear understanding of the situation and you detach from the emotional burden of taking things personal. One effective way to challenge an assumption is by engaging in a process called inquiry. Ask yourself if there's any evidence to support the assumption that you're making. Oftentimes we'll find that our assumptions are based on limited information or a distorted perspective. But when we question these assumptions, we open the door to new possibilities and a more balanced view of the situation. Step number three, cultivate emotional resilience. In today's fast-paced and often demanding world, emotional resilience has become a vital skill to navigate the ups and downs of life. It's the ability to adapt and bounce back and maintain a sense of well-being in the face of adversity. Just like physical strength, emotional resilience can develop and nurtured through various practices and attitudes. By cultivating emotional resilience, individuals can effectively manage stress, build healthier relationships, and achieve personal growth. The third agreement, don't take anything personal, offers valuable insight into freeing ourselves from unnecessary emotional burdens. It teaches us to detach from the opinions and actions of others and recognize that they're just projections of somebody else's experiences and beliefs. And when we don't take things personally, we shield ourselves from unnecessary emotional turmoil and we develop a strong sense of self. Developing emotional resilience starts with self-awareness. By becoming aware of our emotions and our triggers and the patterns of thinking, we gain the power to respond rather than react impulsively. Mindfulness practices such such as meditation and journaling, can be really helpful in cultivating self-awareness. They provide us a space for reflection and introspection and allow us to observe our thoughts and our emotions without judgments. Another crucial aspect of emotional resilience is developing healthy coping skills. This involves identifying and utilizing effective methods to deal with stress and adversity. Some people find solace in physical activity like exercise, yoga, and dance. These things release endorphins and promote a sense of well-being. Many other people find comfort in creative outlets, such as painting or writing or playing an instrument. These activities allow for self-expression and emotional release. Building a support network is also essential for emotional release. Surrounding ourselves with positive, supportive individuals creates a sense of belonging, and it strengthens our emotional well-being. Sharing your experiences, your concerns, and triumphs with trusted friends and family members not only provides validation, but it also provides a different perspective. Practicing self-compassion is also a crucial component of emotional resilience. It involves treating ourselves with kindness, understanding, and accepting ourselves as we are, even in the face of setbacks and mistakes. Cultivating gratitude can enhance emotional release. 
Taking time each day to reflect on the things we're grateful for cultivates a positive mindset and it strengthens our ability to find joy in challenging circumstances. This practice helps shift our focus from negativity to appreciation. It allows us to navigate and cultivate a greater sense of self-resilience and optimism. Miguel says in the chapter of Don't Take Things Personally, he says, taking things personally makes you easy prey for these predators, the black magicians. They can hook you easily with one little opinion and they can feed you whatever poison they want. And because you take it personally, you eat it up. You eat up all their emotional garbage and now it becomes your garbage. But if you don't take it personally, you're immune to the middle of hell. You're immune to the poison in the middle of hell. And that's the gift of this agreement. In conclusion, by implementing the strategies inspired by the four agreements and embracing agreement number two, don't take anything personally, we can liberate ourselves from the weight of being overly sensitive. When we recognize our triggers and challenge our assumptions and cultivate emotional resilience, we can break free from the sensitivity cycle and navigate criticism with confidence and grace. Remember, the power to choose your response lies in that space between the stimulus and response. By refusing to take things personally, you shield yourself from needless suffering and you create a life where the opinions and actions of others no longer have the power to shape your inner peace. Embrace this gift of immunity and embark on the transformational journey towards personal freedom and inner peace by not taking anything personal. This will change your life. Thanks for listening. Learn more about Chuck and how he can help you get unstuck at chuckchapman.com. And if you just found us, subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a life-changing episode. Want to help others just like you? Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Share it with a friend or on social media. And remember, the information contained in these posts, podcasts, and social medias for general information and educational purposes only. The information on this feed is not, nor is it intended to be, therapy or psychological advice. Nothing posted should be considered as professional advice. We'll see you back here for the next episode, because this will change your life.